welcome to the fire labs podcast if you are a busy working professional looking to learn about investing in real estate with ease and confidence you have come to the right place i am shalini kadaveru and i'm just a few baby steps ahead of you every week i share my wisdom or bring experts in the space to share their insights so that you gain the skills and mindset to invest in real estate with ease hi everyone welcome to another fire labs podcast today i want to share with you how to go about selecting the cities that you can invest in as a first time investor that's one of the most important decisions that can uh, stump you when i was starting off intentionally trying to invest in properties i spent quite a bit of time trying to figure out which cities i must evaluate and this could be a problem for you as well especially if you live in a expensive market such as california bay area atlanta and few other expensive markets in the country one of the best ways to go about figuring out the cities or markets that make sense is to simplify it my advice is to keep it simple and one way to go about it is to answer a few simple questions the first one is to determine to figure out what is your unfair advantage that you have um so you know a few cities because you grew up there you have your immediate family living there uh it's a vacation place where you want to travel or travel frequently or you went to college there or you have some of your best friends living there and you visit them or talk to them regularly to know about that place this knowledge is the best way to figure out what markets make sense of course there is another approach which is doing extensive research uh, on the internet to figure out what those top 5 cities 10 cities are and going about it that way as well but my advice is first start with you um what are those cities and markets that you know well because of your own life situation your own background and once you figure out and list down some of those cities then you bring in the external research to narrow down the list so i would call that the bottom up approach right so you're first starting with what you know the markets that you're familiar with and then adding more information from the market research that you do versus the other approach is first search do your research on the internet first figure out what people are talking about in terms of the top markets and then work through that list 
The second approach is also fine, but I would strongly advise that if a city shows up as the number one city that is important or that's doing well for rental properties, and you have no affiliation whatsoever with that city, and it is quite a, you have to take two flights to get to that city. I can, I, I can confidently state that you will be looking and analyzing deals for a really long time without taking any action. So my advice is that you keep this extremely simple. Use a bottoms-up approach. Figure out what are the markets that you're most familiar with. And then do external research to narrow down your list. But familiarity with that market and you having some kind of unfair advantage is really important for you to feel confident and start taking action. So once you have finalized uh, or shortlisted three to five markets, what I would recommend is create a spreadsheet and along the columns, list down the three to five cities that you have identified. And along the rows, look at few key metrics. In fact, I would just say pick the top three key metrics that helps you to get more information about that market. Now, you probably will have conversations with people once you start talking with your realtor. Also, you'll have this additional information. But when you are in the stage of shortlisting the cities that you want to take a deeper look at, this is the approach that I would recommend. So now along the rows, the top three metrics that I would suggest, recommend that you look at are, the first one is the population growth. How much has the population has grown over the last five years? And how does that compare to the growth in U.S. population? The second one is how has the unemployment rate changed in the last five years? And then the last one, and this last one is more important because um, especially with COVID, what we noticed is that if a market, if a city is heavily tilted or heavily tilted towards one industry, then if that industry is hit because of any macroeconomic conditions, which are out of our control, then that will shoot up the unemployment rate in that market. So for example, during COVID, we noticed that cities that heavily relied on hospitality business were affected in negatively affected in a much more significant way compared to other markets. And we also noticed this in oil and gas industry also. There are few cities um, that are like, for example, Houston, or that could heavily be reliant on the oil and gas industry. And whenever that industry goes down, then we see the unemployment rate shoot up. So bottom line, if you choose a market that has a well-diversified employee base, then your investment is protected in a way because you will have continuous supply of good quality tenants. 
So just to summarize again, along the columns, put down the three to five cities that you have shortlisted and along the rows, put down the change in the population in that city in the last five years, the change in unemployment rate in the last five years. And the last one is figure out if the employee base or employer base is diversified enough. And you can get this by looking at the top employers in the city and uh, just do a Google search for any given city, you will see the top 10 employers. And if you see that any of those sectors is more than, let's say, 10 to 20%, then that gives you an indication that the population might be reliant more on one industry or the other. So just to summarize where we are at, the first thing we said is when you're looking at markets to decide, use a bottoms-up approach. Start with markets or cities where you have an unfair advantage. By that, what I mean is the places that you're familiar with because of your life situation, your background. Shortlist three to five markets and look at the top three demographic attributes to figure out whether that city makes sense. So at the end of that exercise, hopefully you'll come up with maybe one to two markets that really stand out. So that's step number one. Now, step number two is, okay, you have figured out what city you want to invest in. And then comes the question of which zip codes should I be looking at? Because you must have heard the statement that all real estate is local. So as you're thinking about which zip codes, again, what will come to your rescue is the bottoms-up approach that you have used. So there is definitely um, information that you can find out from your immediate network that hopefully reside in the area. And you can also complement it with internet research as well. So whenever I am looking at a property, either on MLS um, or an, invest, an investment property that has been sent across to me by my realtor, one of the first things that I do is uh, do a Google search and look at Street View. That gives a very good indication of the look and feel for the property, how the neighborhood looks like. And that will help you to assess whether this is a property that is attractive enough, uh, matches the criteria that you're looking at. The second one I look at is when you're on Google Maps, you can look up uh, search nearby. And I want to look at the retail stores that are close to this, uh, to this property. Typically, I'm looking at Starbucks, Target, Home Depot, some of these well-established retail stores, and what is the approximate distance from this property to those retail stores. So typically, if something like a Starbucks, if it's within a half a mile to a mile, it's an awesome location. Same thing with Target or or Home Depot, maybe these larger retail, big box retails are probably, you know, within a three, a one mile to three mile radius is an awesome location. 
So the next thing that I look at is the school district ratings. So which are the schools that are the elementary, middle, and high school? And what is the rating of those schools? And the school rating becomes important, especially if you're looking at investing in single family homes, because most likely they are rented by families with kids. And if you identify a property uh, with good school districts, then you are at an advantage because you will attract a high quality tenant pool. And if you choose to sell the property at a later time, it will be in demand. Then the last one that I look at is the access to highways. How close is this property to highways? And that is important because even if the property is not in the center of the city, as long as it has access, it is easily accessible through highways, then anybody who is living there will be able to get to their work or places of interest in a short period of time. So those are some of the key attributes that I look at when assessing what are the zip codes and what pockets I should be investing in, in within a particular city. But nothing really beats the local knowledge that you can get talking with your immediate network that are residing in that city and your real estate agent is your best buddy. Definitely try to soak in as much of local knowledge as possible from that person. So there you have it. Um, that's my quick advice when it comes to figuring out at a high level what markets you should be investing in. So select three to five cities and look at the key metrics in those cities, compare and contrast. That will help you to zone down to one to two cities. And once you do that, to figure out the pockets within those cities and where you want to in invest in, look at, again, the proximity to popular retail stores, the school districts, access to highways and get as much of local knowledge as you can by talking to the people who are local to that area as well as your real estate agent. All right. So definitely remember that making a decision is more important than making the right decision, especially when it comes to figuring out what the right markets are for you to invest in, because there are just so many good markets. So always keep thinking about what is your un unfair advantage when you pick a city? And uh, definitely bring your spouse or significant other along with you in the decision-making process. And once you finalize on a city and pockets within that city that you're interested in, write it down so that you can come back to it again and again when in doubt. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Fire Labs podcast. I'm your host, Shalini Kadaveru. I release a new podcast every Thursday. I'd love to hear your feedback and suggestions for our next episodes. So remember to comment and click the star rating. Thank you.